talk to your mortgage person, see what you can afford and go from there. But I don't think we're going to be able to uh, wait out a market dip. I just don't see that happening. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Uh, Steve is our first question asker in Southeast Salem. I'm trying to decide if now is a good time to buy a home, says Steve. Inflation is my top concern this year, but I'm not sure if that should steer me toward buying or waiting. I have one friend who bumped up their timeline because of future inflation because they figure they'll get a home cheaper now before it inflates even more later in the year. But another friend is going to stick with renting because the price of everything is going up and it's going to make home ownership much more pricier. What do you think I should do? Well, <laughs> what you do you are, think I'm going to you say? You are a little biased, so let's let's you know we're not, we're not trying I mean, to dupe anybody here. There's a bias involved here. Keep yeah, that in mind. and inflation is a real thing. It's rising aggressively. People's salaries aren't increasing at the same rate, so you know people have less discretionary money to spend each month. I get that. Um, we've got food going up, gas going up, everything. So also when that happens, typically we start to see mortgage rates increase and generally, you know, that is the trend that's, that we expect and we're starting to kind of already see it this week. So it, it really comes down to your goals and timeline on when you feel comfortable buying, but it's still cheaper to own than to rent. And also rent is more unpredictable than a mortgage, even with you know, you lock yourself into a mortgage. Rent, we're seeing year over year, 10.6% increase. So my suggestion would be, you know, maybe talk to your mortgage person, see what you can afford and go from there. But I don't think waiting, I don't think we're going to be able to uh, wait out a market dip. I just don't see that happening. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I could see if you're really worried about like, you know, the cost of homeownership, like if you buy a fixer upper and you know, you're going to have a lot of purchases coming up. Yeah. That might factor into your calculations, right? If you've got all of these things. So that may just, it doesn't mean don't go get, buy a house, but it may mean don't buy a fixer upper. If you feel like you're going to be really stretching your budget thin and you're going to be throwing a lot of money you know, not necessarily down the drain, but spending a lot of money on fixing up a home and that sort of thing. So yeah, it might adjust a budget a little bit or the type of home. Yes, lower your budget. Uh, Definitely. If if the concerns are truly there, I would say um, let's talk about a less expensive home. Yeah, places that maybe need less maintenance, all those sort of considerations. So good question, Steve. Uh, I know that maybe a few people are doing doing that math, but understand our bias here. Uh, We want you to buy and and sell your homes (laughs) with Colleen. So, you know, we're not ashamed to admit that here on the program, but you're asking a good question. Uh, Jill has another one for us over in McClay. Jill says, we are renovating our last bathroom, and I'm having a debate with my husband. He wants to go with a stand-up shower, but that'll mean that we have zero tubs in the house. Not a big deal for our family, but we're definitely going to sell at some point. Would that be a negative for any future families that want to move in? Oh, that is... First of all, congratulations on your renovation. I love a beautiful bathroom uh, remodel. Uh, And that's such a great question and kind of hard to answer because if you're going to enjoy the benefits of a luxury walk-in shower, um, I would say do it. 
But at the same time, it just how long are you going to be in your home? Because if your home doesn't have a bathtub that can, especially with family with small children, that you know they they're all going to want to. Typically, they they want a bathroom somewhere in the house. So, is there a way you could do both? Um, that would be ideal if you could do a walk-in and a bathtub somewhere. Um, definitely ideal. Or if you could give yourself that gorgeous walk-in shower, and then somewhere down the road before you sell slide a bathtub in somewhere. I think that would be my suggestion because I don't want to deny you guys the beauty. I mean, gosh, especially when you use those high-end finishes and the rain shower, you can do dual heads. Just so beautiful when you have the space to do that sort of walk-in shower. And um, I hate to see you lose that opportunity because it's definitely, it sounds like that's what you guys want to do. Yeah. What do you think, Walter? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, we kind of went through this same debate when we uh, moved into our current home a few years ago. Uh, We were thinking of kind of going with a nicer, you know, tile and and a walk-in kind of stand-up shower. But we were kind of like, ah, but, you know, if we have kids or if then if we sell and more, you know, and and that family has kids, there will be nowhere to do the bath time. You know, it'll be a very different situation. So we decided to keep it for those factors, similar to it sounds like the debate Jill's having here. Yes, if it's your only tub, removing it can can kind of affect your home value. Yeah, or just um, limit your pool of buyers at least, right? And maybe families yes. will have trouble considering that home. Something to think about. Yes. You can always shower, uh, bathe the kids outside though, right? There's other options. <laughs> that, that's, that's what hoses are for. No, I'm just kidding. Um, good question, Jill. Thank you for that one. That's uh, definitely an intriguing one. I'm sure other people have encountered that before as well. All right, Anne in Northeast Portland has our last question of the week. Anne says, we have a $3 million budget for our next home purchase. What's your experience working with luxury home buyers? And what should we know about the process that's different from buying a, not sure how to say this properly, normally priced home? Uh, Average sales price. (laughs) Average sales price, sure. The last home we purchased years ago was only $200,000. So, yeah. A a lot of people probably are in that situation. A lottery, (laughs) or I guess think about it, right? Somebody can buy their first home, then maybe they get married and then have two disposable incomes. And um, one of those is a really good income. And, you know, yeah, all of a sudden the next home you go to get could be a nice big jump from that first one. Yeah, so I do have some great advice to offer for a luxury home buyer or seller. There's just some things to know that are a little different than the average home sales that we do every day. Um, You know, many luxury homes, they go unlisted um, to protect our seller's privacy. So I have a few homes that I know that they would sell if the opportunity was right, but we're not on the active MLS and we won't be. So it really is important to find a local expert in luxury that might have those connections, those networking opportunities to put you in touch with the right home that is not just hanging out on the MLS with photos for the world to see. Um, So that's the realtor's personal connections as opposed to the MLS is a very big factor when buying in that price range different online sources. Not everything is out there on the large 
search engines. Um, the other thing I would say is if it is, and you are seeing some photos online, big, huge, large estates don't show up as well on photos. And so there's probably a lot more to the home than you're going to see online. And so it's controlled access, so to speak. So a realtor can help you um, maybe preview those properties for you um, and set an appointment. Typically, the listing agent will be present at the showing as well as your buyer's agent. And when I represent large um, luxury homes, I show up as the listing agent as well, just because there's usually a lot to know when you have such a big estate and uh, it helps to have me there and the buyer's agent all there to kind of pr protect the seller's rights and the buyer's rights. And then uh, title insurance is kind of an important one. That's something I can talk to you a little bit more in detail. And inspections, you know, you're probably possibly on a septic, especially out here in the Willamette Valley. If this is where you're headed, um, you're probably be, going to be on a septic and a well. So we want to talk about what that means to you. And um, or you might be in a gated community where we have HOAs and CCR, CCNRs and, and those kind of things. So, yeah, definitely a lot to discuss when you kind of are in that different price range and um, how that looks, documenting your income, what that looks like for your loan, or if your cash, you know, showing proof of funds up front is typical before we can even set up a showing. Definitely happy to help you personally with that $3 million purchase. Um, just give me a call. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.